Last time that I checked, it was five chains on my neck. It was no smut on my rep. Last time that I checked, I was selling zones in the set. Make a quarter mil, no sweat. Last time that I checked, I'm the streets voice out west. Legendary self made progress. Last time that I checked, first you get the money, then respect, and the power in the hoes come next. Last time that I checked, I've been self made. Yo. Welcome to another episode of When the Smoke Clears Podcast. I'm your boy Sweet Lou. And I'm your boy B Reed. What's up, Reed? Shit, nothing. Sad day. Sad day, bro. You know what I'm saying? We lost Nipsey. Yeah, man. And we had a little intro to commemorate uh, you know, what he did, but it just seems like we lost him to some dumb shit. Like most most of the big artists that we lose is usually over some dumb shit. Hey, bro, you know, in this world, man, it's it just it's crazy, you know what I mean? When you have a positive dude like Nipsey, you know what I'm saying? He was Amazing rapper, you know, say good dude. Oh, overall, you know, everybody, you know, liked him personally. You know, what I'm saying, and when those people, you know, people like him try to come out and do something positive, man, it's, it's always, you know, some jealousy, some bitterness, you know, that uh, that gets him caught up. Yeah, I respect everything Nipsey was doing. I think he was he was gonna be a a good weapon for the cause. He had a a, a strong voice. He um had a strong following. People were starting to listen to him. He had a lot of great ideas, but. My biggest thing is, man, whenever you are trying to do something positive, you have to stay out the streets. I mean, it's to a lesser level, but the same thing with Meek Mill. I mean, he's trying to be positive, which means you got to stay out the street. Now, that's different circumstances, but you see what happens in these streets. You can't always be in your same neighborhood. Most people get killed in their same neighborhood. Yeah, but and that's that's the sad shit. You know what I'm saying? This is like, it's like, you know, I always used to give, you know, people flack about... You know, not coming back to their hood, you know, no matter if they're celebrities or, you know, rappers, athletes, whatever. You know, when you come up and you come from the hood, I used to always talk shit about those people who didn't go back to the hood and, uh, you know, try to take care of their people. But it's a damn shame that when you do, shit like this happens. Yeah, and I just think that once you get to a certain level, I know for a long time, Nipsey was underground. He was underground artist. He was popular. He was popular in his city, but he wasn't big. In this last year, Nipsey became really, really big. And with his voice and the status that he that he leveled up to, I don't think you can just walk the streets cool with no security or nothing like that. I mean, yeah, it's it's, it's crazy because it's like <clears throat> it's just like it's that it's that underground mentality. No matter if you're a rapper or actor, it's like as long as you're doing like underground shit and you're doing it for you know the 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 hood people. It's cool, but as soon as you flip over and go commercial and start to to get that, you know, start to get to that higher level, that's when that's when the hate really becomes real. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I mean it's also like you 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 have a certain status. Like Nipsey has a status in his city. Nipsey has a status in his town. He he demanded a certain level of respect. That's a given. But then even when you heard the story from the Grammys of how he slapped the dude, anytime you're doing stuff like that, you got to understand that. Every action has a reaction. So it, it sounds cool. It sounds tough. But if you're trying to elevate yourself to a different level, you got you to gotta stay away from petty stuff like that. Because out there, I mean, any type of hood, you're putting yourself in a dangerous situation. Because, like I said, every action has a reaction. And now you become bigger than that. Yeah, it's but it's, it's, it's hard to do that, though, bro. Because, you know what I'm saying? Like, when you got... When you got that certain level of respect and you come from that street mentality, it's it's kind of hard just to turn it off. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I agree with you. You know, you need to leave that petty shit alone. But that petty shit 
is what get people out there talking, you know, say, oh, this, this nigga mainstream now, he weak now, and, you know, the male ego, bro, it's a sensitive subject, you know what I'm saying? But at what point do you have to stop proving yourself? I mean, at, he's already gained a level of respect. He's respected in the streets. He's respected in music. So at what point do you... Are you good? You don't have to prove yourself. Like, you have nothing to prove to these niggas no more. So, if you want to get security, if you want to have someone standing around you, what are these niggas doing standing around you? I'm looking at the clip. You got niggas just standing around you chilling. Now, that could have been a conversation, but that's what I'm saying. You need to have at least one person there with you. Shit, even if it's just to carry a gun. You know, when Snoop had his, had his trial, that wasn't Snoop killing somebody. That was his bodyguard shooting with the gun. Yeah, you know but it's mean? like... The older that you get, it's a certain it's a certain level that you believe that you safe because of that respect that's on your name. You know what I mean? It's like you don't feel like you should have to walk with a gun or have security everywhere you go in your hood because you are that guy. You are respected in the hood, and you also are doing positive things in the hood. So when people for so for ninety percent of the people that see him, you know they're not looking at him as in oh you know. That nigga got a, he got strapped he got security now. Nipsey feel like he should be able to walk in his own hood and just chill out and have no worries. You know what I mean? And basically, oh boy, just took advantage of that. Yeah, I mean, if, if if everything in life was fair and everything was equal and people really respected what you did for the hood, if everyone respected what you did equally, then that would make sense. But, I mean, Nipsey's a student of the streets. I'm not a street dude, but, I mean, I know that you can be vulnerable at any time. So you can't yeah. just be out here just sleep, especially if you have a confrontation with someone. Like I said, Nipsey's life was too valuable. All life is valuable, but the platform that Nipsey commanded, his life is too valuable to just be that vulnerable in the street now we lost a voice and we're the black community is lacking strong voices that everybody respects that the young people respect that the old people respect we need those type of voices because that's the problem we don't have any voices that can unite the young people the old people the street people the intelligent people nipsey's one of those people that could have united it because he's street but he he spoke with intelligence he knows what he's talking about you know there's only a few people in in one of our most popular genres which we listen to because hip hop dictates everything so that's where we take our lessons from but not everybody's going to side with TI because everybody can't relate with TI anymore right. they probably could back when he was making trap music right, at right. this point they can't relate to him what they what they have to realize though bro is that everybody grows you know what i mean so it's like the shit the TI used to do back in the hood it's not going to be the same thing once he starts, you know, producing, you know, a nice income for himself and his family. Same thing with Nipsey. You know what I'm saying? Yes, Nipsey was in the hood back in the day. He was a known crip. You know, he, he probably did a few things that, uh, you know, that he shouldn't have. But as he grew and he tried to, and he turned that into something positive by rapping, That's that was his outlet to get out of the hood. So when he started doing that, you know what I mean? It started elevating him and he's growing. So now he's not on the same hood shit. Yeah, he might have had a hood moment. And slapped old boy, but it's, he still wasn't in the hood shit. But it's it's just terrible that when he goes back to the hood, he's not even safe in his own hood because now they see him. Well, some people see him as he doesn't belong there anymore because now he's on a different you know different level. You know what I mean? Yeah, especially they start looking at him as he doesn't have the right because the lead story is. The reason why the whole altercation came is because he told him he couldn't be in front of the store because the guy, the alleged suspect, was a known rat snitch. Yeah. Um, known informant. Known, known informant. Yeah. So Nipsey pretty much told the dude, allegedly, that he needed to go provide paperwork to prove that he's not a snitch right. or he can't be in the neighborhood anymore. Like so it, so hey. that mean, that's you demanding respect, but you got to know 
Some people are going to react. Like, everybody doesn't react good to being called a snitch. You, yeah, you bro, disrespect they, it. Hey, bro, look. A snitch is a snitch. Like, if you snitching, you snitching. If you can't do... I know this sounds cliche. If you can't do the time, don't do the crime. But I'm, you know... These these young dudes out here is just way too sensitive, bro. Like you brought this on yourself. If you out here telling on folks because you can't handle going to jail or you can't handle you know being locked up, that's on you, bro. That, that ain't got nothing to do just because Nipsey. It's not like Nipsey exposed you, bro. If he know the the whole streets know, you know what I mean. It's it's not something that he just came out with and he was lying on you about or this is new news. People, everybody, be, everybody been knowing that you've been that you've been telling on folks. Yeah, but I mean, whether you're a gangster, you just a regular person in the hood. People don't like to hear the truth. Hey, I mean, you can know you a fuck boy, but yeah, if a nigga hey, call yeah. you a fuck boy, you know what I'm saying? Like you, you don't have a right to call me a fuck boy. You know what I'm saying? So hey, be hurting their heart. Yeah, hurting you know they like they don't like to hear that shit. So I mean, let's say that. And that goes back to what you were saying before. The younger generation don't always respect the status that you're at because now you're in hip-hop, you're Nipsey Hussle. Right. You may not be in the streets like you were. So if it was a person that he actually feared, like I don't know how deep in the streets Nipsey was still, still right. was. But I'm not saying if it's somebody that that guy actually feared, he would react the same way. Maybe he thought, well, Nipsey don't have a right to call me out like that. He ain't going to do nothing. He ain't in these streets anymore. Right. He famous. Well, so, see, what they fail to realize is, see, I'm not a street dude either, but I do know a lot of street dudes. And when they decide to make that transition to get out of the streets, they still respect it for what they did. And they still got the connections to the to the dudes who still in the street. And that's what they fail to realize, bro. It's just, just because this man is trying to do something positive with his life does not mean he does not have friends and, you know, that's why L.A. is going to be a war zone, bro, because they've already talked about numerous shootings, every, you know, ever since Nipsey got dropped. I just don't feel like um, if Nipsey was still in the streets, uh, I don't I think that his respect level gave him a certain level of respect that he probably had when he was in the streets. But he would have been harder to touch if he was still in the streets because he would have been surrounded by other right, people true, true. in the streets and you couldn't access him too easy that easy. So that's what I'm saying. So when you're when you're in the streets and you're the gang, you got a bunch of your homeboys around right, you or whatever. Right. It's harder to touch you because you know if I go in there, I might die. Right. Exactly. It's, it's not easy to get to them. So I have a problem with a person of the status of Nipsey Hussle being that easy to touch, whether in your hood or not. Well, see, you know it's like well, you know, you got to look at it from from Nipsey, Nipsey's point of view as well. You can't you can't be in the industry. You know, no matter if it's you know rapping, acting, or whatever, even an athlete, you can't be in that type of industry. And still have those type of hood dudes around you because it's gonna be it's gonna be considered that you're still doing gang acti- quote unquote gang activity. You know what I'm saying? And so there is a hip hop police, right? Exactly. So what you want? So what you, what they were doing is they were they put the word out. Nipsey is not to be touched, and they're supposed to be respect on that. And then the old boy just you know disrespected the 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 agreement. But then again, if he's a known snitch, you can't expect him to follow the rules anyway. You know what I mean? I mean, he's already outside of the code. So you can't expect people that's considered rats to be following the code because they've already broken the code. And that's why I think, whatever, if you got to pay security, I know you don't want to have police around you, but you got private security. You got homeboys like Suge in the streets that's trying to transition in security. You got people with clean records that can hold a clean gun. Like You have to have somebody around you unless you just going to be strapped up yourself. Right. But that's dangerous too if you're saying you're trying to stay away from that that atmosphere. So at some point you have you have to make a decision. If you go all the way out of the hood and you want to be in the hood, you still have to have protection. If it's not your homeboys, then you need to get security. You yeah, can't nah, you true. can't be that easy I to think, be touched. Man. I think he got I think he got a little too comfortable because you know like I said when you're sitting out there hanging out on a Sunday. 
he probably done that shit a million times, bro. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Because it, it, it's, it's his hood. You know, he owned that whole shopping center. So he was always there doing business and, and starting up new companies and everything like that. So, he, like I said, he probably sit out there a million times not even thinking about it. You know, it's a certain level that you get to where you're like, oh, man, I'm safe here. I'm comfortable here. You know, and, and unfortunately, he just got caught slipping. Yeah, I mean, it only it only takes one time to get caught slip, slipping, unfortunately, in the hood. But rest in peace to Nipsey Hussle. I respect right. everything he did. I think his life was cut down too short. I think he had uh, a bigger vision, and he could have brought more to the black community if he had a little bit more time. And it's just tragic to see that he got killed and he lost his life, and his family has to suffer and mourn over some petty shit. Right. No, it, I mean, he did have a lot of big things coming, man. There was, there was word on the street that he was – Actually, going to be uh, meeting with the uh, police chief yeah. in L.A. to you know to work on you know uh, the gang violence and, and find a, a way to go about nonviolently, but you know also create programs for these young kids that are, are coming out because you know in the hood, man, there's not a lot of young, there's not a lot of activities for these young you know individuals to do other than sports. You know, some people ain't sports guys. You know what I mean? So if they don't have anything to fall back on, then you know a gang seems to be you know, the great idea for them to, to have something to do with their time. And that's just not positive. You know what I mean? So, well, that's know. what, that's also what I was talking about. That's why we need voices like a Nipsey Hussle. True. No, 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 I agree. Because can... all the, because all the bigger OGs are locked up and they're trying to do what they can from behind bars, but it's kind of hard to, to reach the public when you're behind bars. You know, you don't get that same, you know, uh, publicity, you don't get same access to the internet and shit like that. So it's hard for them, you know, even though that they do come out with books and shit like that, it is tough for them to reach, you know, the, uh, the young people of today. Yeah, just just on a respect level, someone that that the police would listen to, right? Someone that has a status where a police officer and a young gang member will listen right. to, somebody that an OG gang member will listen to, right, right? And you can bridge those, you can bridge those gaps, and you're not changing yourself because he's still in the hood. He he hadn't left, so it's not that stigma. Right. Oh, he left the hood. What can he do for us? He's still helping his hood. He's still you know helping his his homies. Right. I mean, obviously, he's still affiliated. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Sure, so no. he had a strong voice, and it's. It's, it's sad because this is what happened to all our black leaders. Whenever you accumulate power and a voice and someone that can really bridge and touch the gap, somehow they always die. Now, with me saying that, I'm not saying it's a conspiracy because I think it's ridiculous that all these people are jumping online yelling conspiracy. Right, right, But right. I see where you can say that it's a conspiracy because our strong black voices that are trying to stay in the hood and bridge the gap always seem to die, get assassinated, killed. Yeah, but, that, but the difference is, bro, is that we got killed by our own kind this time. You know, Martin Luther King and, and Michael Meggs, they, they fell from assassination. That's a, that's a whole different story. Yeah, but then you also got people like Fred Hampton that fell to a snitch, too. Yeah, that's true. You know what I'm saying? So you, so you never really know. You can't never really count anything out because if I say, like, I'm not saying that the Nipsey thing is, but I'm saying when people jump and say that it's not possible, right. let's just remember that. And I can't wait till this Fred Hampton documentary or movie comes out right, right. because it'll show you because basically he was just a dude that was in the gang, um, in the hood with him. That was an informant that was paid to go kill Fred Hampton. And after he set Fred Hampton up and got him killed, you know, he just mm. walked the streets free. So, so he was a snitch and a rat too. Right, I right. don't think that's the case with Nipsey. No, 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 no. But no, I'm just no, saying no, no. We, that's kind of what happens in in our in in the black community. Right. Our right. strong leaders with a strong voice either you compromise and you go over and do what they want you to do and you're used, or you die. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, and if, if you if you try to stand on your own two feet, bro, then we got our own people trying to tear us down. You know what I mean? It's a damn shame, bro, that like you won't support a 
an entrepreneur like Nipsey who was trying to do something positive, taking the rap money and doing something positive, like opening up stores and trying to create jobs in the hood. Because, I mean, he's from Slauson Avenue. His strip mall was on Slauson Avenue, right? That's the that's the perfect idea of of trying to help your hood. Is like, I'm going to create the shopping center and put multiple businesses in, in here and then let black people run it. Yeah. Right? But you tear that down and you want to shoot this man down to the feet, but then you'll go over... To Gucci, who has who has clearly talked shit about minorities, but you support him, it just it just it's crazy to me. Yeah, I mean, I I definitely understand what you're saying. I think the shooting and his marathon and when he got shot for are two different issues. But you're completely right. Um, black people as a whole, we have a problem with supporting black business, and we say that, but you know. Whenever you support black business, the problem is black people expect for the same type of service, the same type of timing, and everything like that that you get from these major major corporations. And I think that's because we don't, as a as a people, everyone doesn't understand how business works. Right. If you're working with a Gucci or a Nike, yeah, you're gonna order your stuff and get it two days later, and because their distribution process is already set. You're you're dealing with a billion dollar company. Right. But if you're dealing with some startup company, they're not. They don't have the the processes to produce things as fast. Right. They may not be able to afford the equipment. That's why we have to support them to help them build up their brand, right. so we can get better. We never want to be on the as as people. I don't feel like as black people, we never want to be on the ground floor with people that oh, are making no. their business. No, we no. only want them when they're when they're already when they're hot, when they're hot, yeah, and yeah. everything's already set in place. But we can't build our businesses up if we only jump on when they're hot. Right. Because you gotta remember man you know gucci and versace all of them at one point in time was an independent clothing brand you know what i'm saying they just grinded and got you know got their customers up and then they became the commodity they are now and then we need to be doing the same thing with these black businesses bro like individual clothes no matter if it's clothing lines or whatever like build them up to be a stature you know what I mean? Instead of just being like, oh, no, I ain't going to fuck with them. But then you wait, you know, three years later, then they become hot. Now, all of a sudden, you want to rock with them. When it's in your community, you should be supporting local businesses in your community. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and we don't, I don't think that we respect the power of the dollar. Like, we know it. We know the power of the black dollar because we can see it actually we can see it working. When you right. talk about it, Gucci or Louis Vuitton, I'm not saying that any of those brands weren't hot before. Right. They were always hot, but we make them more popular. Of course. We have the strength to build up any brand. Right. And we have the strength to take away money. That's why when we say there's going to be a ban or a cancellation or something, they work hard to come and try to settle that down. Right, right, right. Because they understand they understand the power of the black dollar. Right. We don't. No, and no, no. We, it's, we don't even pay attention to that. Like, we... You don't realize that if you just, you know, I'm not saying that, you know, don't go out and buy clothes. I'm just saying, like, just pick a brand that you want to that you want to see do good and let that brand do good, especially if it's in your community. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to, you don't have, it's like if, if Gucci really cared about the hood, it would put a Gucci store in the hood. They don't put a Gucci store in the hood, though. You know what I'm saying? You don't, you don't see that. You don't see those kind of brands in your community. You want to go across town you know, say to the nicer areas and support them. We need to be supporting your area so your area can, can become a nicer area. You know what I'm saying? Putting the money back into your hood. You know what I'm saying? Like when uh, when I worked for a company, man, I had a company in the hood. You know what I'm saying? I was like, yeah, like, you know, it's nice to have a good store in this hood. But the same people that came in that custom my custom my people and stole from me when they went across town, they was on their best behavior, bro. Like, I don't get that. Like, I'm in your community, in your hood. You always complain about you don't have shit in your community. 
But then when something gets put in your community, you fucking break into it and you trash it and you rob it. And but then you go over across town and you act like you know you act like you on your best behavior. And then that just elevates that area and makes your property value go down. It's crazy to me. Yeah, I worked for a um, a beauty supply store, which uh, a black man owned as a black-owned beauty supply store. And this dude used to help the neighborhood, help the kids. When people come in, they couldn't pay for it. He would give it to them on credit. When they couldn't find products, he would take special orders, go get it for them, do everything he could to make to, to meet everyone's needs. And then as soon as the Asian store opened up across town mm -hmm. with 50 cents cheaper products, a dollar cheaper hair, they immediately ran over to that store right. and lowered his business, robbed his store. Right. You know what I'm saying? Oh, he's too high. He's, he's too expensive. When you're talking about a dollar or 50 cents more, when he's helping your communities, he's helping your kids, he's giving young black youth jobs. Right. But they don't respect that. Oh, no, I'm going to go across town to save a dollar. Right. And that's, what's, that's the problem in our community that we'll go out of our way to support other brands just to save a little bit of money. Right. And it doesn't happen like that in other neighborhoods. No, no, it doesn't. The Hispanic got, stores, they'll, they'll play a markup just to go to their store. The Asian stores, also. Exactly. <laughs> Hispanic stores, Asian stores, you know, in the Jewish community, they, they ride with each other. It's like, it's it's crazy to me that, that we would rather give them our money instead of give us our money. You know what I mean? Like, so, What we should really start asking ourselves is, if if that's the case, why do you think Asians open up stores in our community? Right. Why do you think people open up convenience stores in the hood? It's profitable. It they is. understand how we work. We don't understand how we work because we want everything to be cheap. We want everything to be perfect. Right. And it doesn't work like that when you're trying to build up your own brand. Unless, unless it comes to something that you rocking like sneakers yeah. or fucking clothes. You'll spend that dollar on that shit, but you won't you won't support your local grocery store. Yeah. That's crazy to me. Yeah. But I mean and it's also just um understanding our platforms also and i think that comes from a general understanding of business because I've, I've long believed that a lot of these rappers before they've gotten smart you're giving these people free advertisement right. like i don't think you have to understand the value of your word and your platform you shouldn't be on there promoting gucci you shouldn't be on there promoting louis and and don't get me wrong if you like to wear those items you can wear that. Right. Just don't wear it in your music video. Exactly. You're yeah, giving yeah. them free promotion. You're giving them free, yeah. free, free promotion, and they're not cutting you no check. Yeah, I remember you know when I mean? um, Trick Daddy, what was it, Polo? Yeah, yeah. He only wore Polo. He talked about Polo in all his early songs, and mm -hmm. then asked for a Polo deal. He's like, no. Yeah. And then, fuck, why would I give you a Polo deal? Because those albums ain't going away. You've been advertising me for three years. Exactly. We well, already I'm got our pay, money from that. Yeah. I'm going to pay you for that. Everybody, you gave me so much free advertising and name recognition. Why would I ever give you money to do anything? I already right. got the free promotion. Exactly. I, do you, if people knew how much these stores and these companies pay for ads just to get on the Super Bowl to have someone scream out their name, right? But you get the most popular music video or song that's go platinum, and all you talk about is Louis Vuitton, Gucci, Rose. You right. advertise for all these companies that don't give a shit about you and ain't paying you nothing. But then if you if you hot and you not wearing their product, they're the first they're the first people to call you because then they want. Then they want that publicity. Oh, this man, you know, he ain't he ain't worn none of our stuff. Let's go and give him a deal, cause we ain't got to worry about these brothers over here, cause they they've already promoted for us. Now we want to get this guy right here, cause he's hotter than those people over there to promote our brand. You know what I mean? But then you would have marketing power. Right. But you can do that as as you were saying earlier. You can do that same thing 
with lower tier brands. Right. You can do that with your own brand. Exactly. I mean, it's really just being comfortable and not wanting to follow and be a leader. Right. Because at some point, you know, you people look up to you, but the first thing they're going to say is, Ah oh, man, he ain't wearing that. He ain't got this. But if you don't care about that and you make your own path, you can make people like it. People like those ugly ass Kanye shoes, man, because Kanye's Kanye and Kanye says they look good. Right, exactly. There's a lot of retro Jordans that if they weren't retro Jordans, nobody would touch. That's true. But you like them because they, they have status exactly. and they're retro Jordans, and they told you that this is the style. We can make our own styles. We can build up a lot of our own businesses if we just put our mind to it. Right. And we don't. And that's, man, you know what I mean? We lost out here, bro. We it's are a, seriously it, lost. It's like doing big baller brand the right way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like if big baller brand was done the right way. Right, right. You can make exactly. it pop, but right. I mean, you have to have, you know. But I mean, we're working. We have some um, institutionalization things to work through, but at some point, we're going to have to come together. They're going to have to figure it out, man. You know what I'm saying? But speaking of figuring it out, man, I'm trying to figure out what the fuck is going on with Cardi B out this thing. Cardi B. Man. You know what I mean? <laughs> the Cardi double B. standards. Man, the double standard Cardi B out here dr- drugging and robbing people, man. And, and for they, studio time. It's for studio time. Look. And people act like it's all right. It would have been different if she was saying, like, you know what I'm saying? I didn't have nothing to eat. Man. You know what I'm saying? My family was starving. Look, if, I if had to had, do this. If she had kids or, you know, even if she was supporting her, her family and she came out and she was like, you know what? Ain't no food in the house. Our electricity on. We ain't got no water. I would almost feel a little bit sympathetic for her. You know, it what still saying? wouldn't be right. It still wouldn't be right. But I would feel right. almost a little bit sympathetic because that means you are truly doing what you got to do. But bitch, you don't need studio time. Okay, yeah, studio time is not a necessity of life. That is not one thing where I say, man, I had to rob. You know, these people. Now, I guess the the flip side of that is to say, well, she made it out. Now she's a multimillionaire, and it came from doing this, right? But I mean, you could literally get that. You could have got the same amount of money from stripping. I mean, let's 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 take it from there. You can get the same amount of money that you need for studio time working at McDonald's and saving your money. Right. I mean, so let's not get it twisted. There's nothing that you have to do. You can work at a grocery store. You can, shit, sell lemonade on the corner. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, there's never a situation where you have to rob people to get money for anything. Right. And we had also got to look. I want to I wanna say this, man. Like, if you want, if you, you can't be pro-women and anti-men. If women want to be out here and be treated as equal... And they want the same rights as men. They want to get the same pay as men. They need to get the same scrutiny as a man does. If a man did this, bro, they they would put him under. They would, it wouldn't even be. They wouldn't even need him to admit it. They on an accusation, he would have been put in jail. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that's kind of the thing. I mean, you look back at Rick Ross. Even though Rick Ross came and defended Cardi B, that was a lot of the example going around on social media. Just the fact that he got crucified. He lost endorsement deals. He almost he lost, got what dropped. Did, what did he lose that that million dollar endorsement deal from? What uh, Adidas? Thought it was a deal. Yeah, a shoe Adidas, company. Shoe company. Yeah, yeah. yeah, sure. So he lost that just by saying it. He didn't admit to doing it. It was just a line in the song, no different from saying, what was it? Um, I dropped Molly in a drink. She didn't even she know. She didn't it. even know it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So he just drugged. He didn't say nothing about robbing them. Right. He didn't say nothing, nothing about, about raping them. Right. Everything else was just kind of uh insinuated in people's minds. Right, right. And he right. got scrutinized for that. But yet she is saying that she actually did this. Did. And everybody's defending her, and she. I ain't seen her lose no endorsement. Now, nah, like, and and there's that's, um, I seen an actor come out on Instagram, 
telling his story that Cardi B got him like that. And, like, people are just, like, shitting on him. Like, like he lying. And she's already admitted that she's done it. He just came out saying, like, yo, this happened to me. But y'all calling him a fuckboy. Y'all calling him a bum. You know what I'm saying? Just because he coming out and collaborating her story that she's already admitted to. You know what I mean? So it's just, it's crazy out here, bro. You can't be pro-women but anti-men. Because, like I said, if, if this was a man, no matter if, if she sexually assaulted him or not, you can't drug people and then, and then rob them, bro. That's It's just... You know, and you solicit a prostitution. That's three. That's three crimes, bro. She, she, she definitely, she definitely hit the triple double. You right. know what I mean? <laughs> she hit the gauntlet on it. You know what I'm saying? But you know, I hear a lot of people also saying, "Well, you know, you hear you say rappers, you know, rapping about murdering people and saying that they sold drugs because it's what they had to do in the hood." Well, I don't think any of it's right. That's like, not. You, that's not right either. But no, you got no, yeah. you got to admit though, a lot of the a lot of those hood stories are fabricated. You know what I'm saying? The drug part is probably the most true part. I don't know. I don't know about the murders or anything like that. But like I said, the shit is still not right. And you know what? Uh, Tommy Lauren was he was on Jay Z head because he used to sell crack back in the yeah. day. You know what I mean? So it's like, how can you have? How is that the double standard that you can be on his head about something he did thirty years ago, but Cardi B just did this shit three years ago? Yeah, I you mean, know, what I'm saying? maybe maybe not even that long. Shit, she's only been she's only really been out for two years. But this goes back to how people react. And it's, I think it's a problem, not only everywhere, but definitely in the black community, is whenever we like someone, mm-hmm. we jump off the bridge to defend them. True. Like, we don't want to say that's wrong because, you know, and I understand we have a lot of people oppressing us. We have a lot of people always looking down on us. So we want to support our figures and keep their voice. Right. You know what I mean? But that's not something you support. Like, we have to pick our battles better. You know what I mean? Right. We can say, Quarry B, that's wrong. You shouldn't do it. It's not like anybody's trying to convict her. I'm not even saying that she should lose endorsement deals because of it. But if you're going to jump down Bill Cosby, someone that has done a lot for the black community, right, and say, right. well, lock him up. He's an animal. He's a dog. Because of 30 white women that came out and said he drugged someone back 40 years ago when right. that was... When everybody knew that was going on in Hollywood, when everybody was popping, was it? Uh, uh, shit called? uh man, what was that shit? Uh, it was. It's uh, a drug that everybody used. It, it was. It was uh, an opioid. Damn. Uh, damn. I can't even remember his shit. But, but that's pretty much what he was drugging people with. It was a drug. Yeah, that but it was. It was a popular party drug. Yeah, like everybody was, was using that shit at parties. Yeah. It wasn't that. He and, was just popping them and then, and then you know, yeah. laying them down. You know what I mean? And that's not an excuse, but I'm saying if you're going to understand Cardi B saying that she did this because it's what she had to do, because it's it's a part of the sex trade game, it's right. a part of what happens in strip clubs, I can say I understand that. But how are you going to defend that and then jump over to the next one and say, oh, but Bill Cosby's a monster when that's a known part right. of Hollywood. Right. All the producers do it, not bitch of Bill Cosby. Right. And, so, and most of the females admit it to doing it, you know what I'm saying, like at the parties. Like they, they came out on was the stage. Uh no, it wasn't it wasn't volume. Um I can't remember what it yeah, was. But uh, they came but they came out and said that they had used that drug before. So it wasn't like it was just some random shit that Bill Cosby cooked up in his kitchen. You know what I mean? Yeah, so I just you have to keep the same energy. You can't say, oh that's completely different than this. Like Bill Cosby giving someone a drug that Shit, he's been giving and they take themselves as popular. Right. I mean, back then in Hollywood, and even to a certain extent until recently, right. if Bill Cosby asked you to your room, you kind of knew what was going down. Amen. Just like when Harvey Weinstein right. asked you to the room. And I'm not saying that it's right, but I'm saying that these stories exist. Right. Like, you know, when you get in Hollywood, these, these aren't like circles, but you have no idea what's going on. Right. At some point, you know, hey, you know, to get that role in the movie, yeah. you're gonna, if Harvey has you over, this is what's going to happen. So I have a hard time believing that any of these women just went, oh, 
I just wanted to have dinner with him. He drugged right. and I passed out. He has like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, yeah. so don't tell me the situation with Cardi and it's then be like, yeah. oh, that's completely different. Because when he bought sex, yeah. he knew that was a possibility that's because true. that's a known thing in the drug trade. Right. So if you're going to defend Cardi, keep that same energy with Bill Cosby because when they went over to his house, they knew that that was a possibility. Right. So you're assuming a risk, just like you're saying that the dude is assuming a risk with Cardi. These females was assuming a risk with Bill. So are they both animals or neither one of them? Right. And <laughs> and y'all, you're putting it on the guy like he was just like trying to buy sex and Cardi wasn't selling it. Cardi, Cardi was like, yo, let's go back to the hotel. Like she's inviting these individuals back to the hotel and charging them money and then putting shit in their drink and then taking the rest of their money. Spider in the way. You know what, you know what I mean? mean? <laughs> that shit is crazy. Black, Black Widow, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's the double standards. But that's, I mean, that's that's kind of the problem that you have when you talk about these women movements is you say that, hey, they want to be totally equal mm -hmm. until it's things that they don't want to be totally right. equal about. Right. You can't pick and choose which parts you want to be equal about. And I know there's a lot of discrimination. There's a glass ceiling. There's a lot of oppression. I understand all, all of that. that. You know what that. I'm saying? That's not what what I'm saying. What I'm saying is the energy that you um, that you talk about when you like someone compared to the energy that you talk about when you don't. don't like someone, just yeah. like with R. Kelly, y'all jump down R. Kelly now. That was just on accusations, yeah. bro. There wasn't no proof, and maybe there will be proof. But that was just on accusations, and they were already talking about cut his music, yeah. kill his concerts, everything like that. But Cardi B out here, you but, know, being but, petty and dropping dropping uh, dropping shit in people's drinks. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> dropping it in they drink uh but but what i was about to say with r kelly is you're right but that's recently that's because r kelly ain't had a tp2 right you know what yeah, I mean? tp2 ain't since what 2005 man, you 2000, know he had yeah. the trapped in the closet thing you man, know what I'm saying? Hey. but since then r kelly ain't been hot he, he ain't hot no hot, more man. so people ain't really jumping on because they ain't had his same energy back in 2002 when yeah, it first came when he, out when he was out talking about somebody braid my hair you, you know, know what i'm saying man? when he had the i believe i can fly i didn't hear all them mute r kelly you know what i'm <laughs> yeah, saying yeah, yeah. when he was started stepping in the name of love y'all niggas was still stepping hey i was on snapchat the other day since somebody in the wedding they still playing I was watching that uh oh we talked about that story with the politician them, they playing I believe I can fly yeah. in church in church you know man. what I'm saying so they didn't have that same energy then but then when R. Kelly's not hot and then you see the same shit pretty much that you already knew all they did was tell you everything you already knew about Aaliyah and all that stuff now it's oh mute R. Kelly you know this mm. he's a monster we've been knowing he's a monster for 19 years we've been knowing R. Kelly ain't shit for the longest man <laughs> so don't change your energy just cause you don't like his music anymore just because right. he ain't hot no more I, I don't like that you know if you don't like what he does then don't support him when he does it right if right, you don't right. like what cardi does don't say that you like it just because you like her songs she putting out because she's hot in these streets man, I, don't, I don't i'm not a fan of cardi b man i take Nicki minaj all day i'm a fan of cardi b i ain't gonna lie like i ain't got nothing negative i like cardi b way i mean now, i'm not I saying like that cardi. i'm not saying that she trash anything like that i'm just saying like no i'm I saying i, hype, I you I'm know saying I, mean? I like i like cardi b better than i like Nicki. i don't really care that Nikki writes her own stuff because I think a lot of that shit's trash anyway. All them funny voices and shit like that. I don't like it. Hey, man, you know that's, that's, her, that's her gimmick, man. Who, whoever's writing for Cardi, they write that heat. You know what <laughs> what I'm I ain't trying to listen hey, to her lyrics. Nah, but you gotta you gotta admit though, when Nikki first came out, she had that heat as well. You know what I mean? Like you know. She just trying to create her own yeah, thing but, now. But she had a lot of she had a lot of support. Like one thing I can say about Cardi when Cardi first popped, she didn't have no Wayne and Drake features on every song. You know what I'm saying? Nikki came out on She came out on the back hey, of nah. Wayne, bro. But she, and that was hey. when Wayne was the hottest ever. Cardi doing the same shit with Migos, bro. She no, been, no, no. Cardi she was been riding with Migos, bro. Now, but Cardi was hot before me. She got hot and then got with Migos. 
Nah, Nikki came. Had... Nikki came on the back of Wayne. Hold on, what's what, what Cardi did? Cardi did have a. She did have an individual song that go that yellow right hot. But then she jumped right on that Migos nah. shit. This, that next song, she jumped on the Migos shit to keep herself relevant. Hey, but Nikki was on that too. So you can't even. You can't count that. Hey, you know what I'm <laughs> Nikki, was on, Nikki was trying to get back hot. You know what I'm <laughs> And then she had one with Bruno. She had an album which was that she won a Grammy for. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? Okay. She, she, she in these streets right. by herself, man. I, I you know what I'm saying? Solo, dolo. I, I mean, we had to agree to disagree on that one. You, if you get a, if you get a uh, Wayne and Drake co-sign and you don't pop. <laughs> you can't get a, a hot Wayne when Wayne is arguably the best artist in the game right. and a Drake, young Drake. Yeah, upcoming, you know what I'm saying? That LeBron of the league. Yeah, they got like 19, 20 songs that made Nicki hot, man. Amen. Come on, man. Now that they ain't got them, uh, she ain't had them Drake features since the, the uh, Meek Mill incident. You know what I'm yeah, saying? She thought Meek could carry you. Yeah. Ever since then, she ain't been as hot. That's true. Wayne That's true. ain't really been on nothing nah, like you he know used what? to. You know what? Like, Safari was really helping her out with them bars. Hey, hey we all know Safari was writing. You know, and, and look, and I want people to look, just because Safari, you know, it's people in the world, man, that can write hella good lyrics, but just ain't got that strong delivery. And Safari is one of them dudes because if he's spitting his own bars, it sound trash. But he wrote a lot of Nicki's shit, and Nicki's came out and admitted that he has wrote a, uh, wrote a lot of her stuff. She, she just didn't want to pay him. Right, she just want to pay him. But what I'm saying is when she say it, it sound hard, yeah. you know what I mean? It's, it's a lot different than, I mean, <laughs> truthfully, man, if you listen to Safari's uh, stuff, yeah. and you imagine it with a Nicki voice, right. that sound yeah, like yeah, Nicki. Yeah, she don't want to hear that shit. You know, like, <laughs> or all them noises and shit. Hey, bro, hey, but Safari doing big things, man. I can't, hey, I can't hate on him, man. You know Safari, what I'm saying? Hey, Safari just need to go and go in the porno. When they offer me that 10 mil to do that deal, though. Hey, hey, bro, you should hey, have. He took that, though. Hey, I ought to be, I'll be, you'll get a new one every year. Yeah. You, know what yeah, what I mean? you get a new brand new one every year. Hey, but you know what, though? Safari, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's kind of good that he didn't let Nikki carry him. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's kind of good he got out of that situation because now he wouldn't be in able to do the things that he's doing right now. You know what I mean? Like he's kinda creating his own he kinda creating his own name on his on his own merit because he's doing a sex toy thing. And loving hip hop I really don't consider that, you know, a good move, but at the right it was it was a good move for him at that time. But and I, now I, he's kinda elevating, you know, say so he's trying to put a little music out. So he's he's doing some shit on his own name, so I respect that. But I think he would have been better with Nicki. And the reason why I say that is because going with that, doing his big thing, loving hip-hop, you see that he doesn't like dealing with the controversy. And he sees what happens when you deal with the when you deal with your name being out there. Because before, when he was with Nicki, he had the same amount of money. You know, he was still living that same lifestyle. True. But he wasn't getting robbed. He wasn't a target. People weren't talking about him. So you can live a comfortable lifestyle, be happy and fly under the radar, and let Nicki be the star, but you get the money. Like... What do you want? Do you want the star? Or do you want the money? Because with him writing, he and if he was married to her, right. they'd be sharing it anyway. Yeah. He'd be getting the money. He just wouldn't have none of the fame. Hey, I think I take that. I mean, I, I agree with that to a certain extent, but I also feel like you know some people don't want to just be known, you know, as a sidekick. Yeah. And that's and that's what kind of safari was. He was the hype man. He was like a lot of people didn't know that he was writing until they broke up. You know what I mean? So. I respect the man who trying to make his own little bread. You know what I'm saying? I respect so far. I think he was. I think he was due for when he popped. He just found out. Nobody want to hear that shit from you, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm Some people just ain't got that style. There's a lot of people in the industry. I don't know all of them, but you can hear their style. Like, like look at Papoose. 
Papoose, he got with Remy. Yeah. Remy got the bars. Yeah. Everybody like Remy. Now yeah. you starting to hear a little Papoose and Remy, Remy stuff. Yeah, you know? true, true. Remy says she write everything. It's her husband, so it's hers. You but know what I'm saying? Papoose, though, he, he's a real lyricist, though. Like, he all most of his shit is off the top of the dome. Yeah, nah, but Papoose, you know I mean? Papoose 1,000% wrote that first diss against Nicki. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. He, for he's 1,000. Sure. For sure, because it was you a little too hard. Yeah, you know if you, I mean? if you don't know Papoose's style, go back and listen to some Papoose songs, yeah. and then go listen to that. The way she raps that, Papoose went thousand percent wrote it. Nikki said it too because everybody knows Pat hey, Boots wrote that. Hey, you know what I'm saying? Nikki that second one didn't hit as hard. Hey, but hey, Nikki, don't be trying to you know just because she came with that heat, man. Yeah. Don't, don't be trying to don't be trying to excuse the fact that, that, you, that you got slaughtered on that on that Nas beat. You know oh, what I'm oh, saying? It's, it's still a slaughter. It, 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 you know what I'm saying? Still still saying? She got slaughtered. But she, <laughs> hey, but you know, speak, speaking of niggas who ain't shit. <laughs> 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 hey, man, look. Tell Wendy Williams to get her dude out here, bro. Like, hey, man, if y'all don't know, man, Wendy Williams' husband, Kevin Williams, this nigga ain't shit, bro. He, uh, they've been married for about 25 years, and he's had a side piece for about 10 years. They just had a baby, and they tried to go to Philly so nobody found out about the baby. Come on, bro. So so I'm going to take the flip side of this, and I ain't, a lot of people ain't going to like what I'm saying. All right, all right, go ahead, go ahead. Number one. We've seen Wendy Williams in a bathing suit. You know what I'm mean? <laughs> So, listen, for a successful marriage, hey. I got to I gotta commend this man for staying with her for the public figure for so long. And I think they had to have an agreement because you can't tell me he is still attracted to Wendy Williams. Hey, but look, bro, hey, he chose Wendy, though. He did, but Wendy Williams had money. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm pretty sure she's older than him, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, pretty it, sure. About, about, about five, six years. Yeah, you know like what I'm saying? So she got her, she got her a little young, tasty. Somebody she could parade away, parade around as eye candy. Okay, okay, You know, she on the road, she doing her show, she dissing niggas every day, calling them out, call, calling oh, my head yeah. shit. You know what I'm saying? And her man on the cool is doing this. Now, you know, I don't believe. But he ain't on the cool, though. Because I don't believe you can, I think they got open marriage. Bro, okay, I but, think they got okay, but on Wendy's stance on powerful women, strong black women, just women in general, she doesn't. She she can't have an over. She can't admit that she has over marriage. Maybe she does have an over marriage, but she can't admit that because of how she stands on women and the empowerment and don't let men run all over your shit like that. But but it, it's not if you have an agreement. That's what I I think I have a problem with the concepts of relationships. If that's something that you agree to, that doesn't mean that you're not strong and powerful. But I don't think she. Maybe she agreed to it behind closed doors. Maybe she didn't want. She's a public figure, man. Maybe she didn't want that out. In the public, bro. Hey, did she put it in the contract? Hey, look, man. Bro. <laughs> hey, bro. Kevin Williams, man, he should have been like Stedman. You know hey, what I'm saying? Hey. Oprah out here getting that big boy money. So let me ask you this. Did Wendy ask for a divorce yet? Hey, nah, All right, that's what I'm saying. She coked up, man. She having issues right now, bro. Hey, she, man, she, she stressed out. I mean, look, listen. Kevin should have took Stedman's approach, bro. You, you ain't seen or heard from Stedman, okay? I got you. You know what I'm saying? Look, and you know what Hey, Stephen might have two, three hoes on the side, but he got the respect enough to be like, you know what? I ain't going to slaughter Oprah's name, so let me go ahead and do this shit on the sly. You know yeah, what I'm saying? I, I, I don't even know what Stephen look like, bro. Yeah, I don't, not, not really. I, I don't, don't know, know what Stephen look like, man. So if I seen that man on the street with two females on his arm, I wouldn't know who that man was. I'd be like, you winning, bro. Listen, man, I don't think Kevin did anything wrong. And the reason why I don't think Kevin did anything wrong is because if you moving like that in public and you think, oh, bro, that, he, it can, and you think that it can affect your funds... I don't think he would move. I think he would move with discretion. I think he knows that it's an open relationship, and he ain't got no control over Wendy says. He, yeah. Every every day they come home, you got to like, hey, man, quit talking that shit. Look, you know look, look, okay, okay. First of all, he is, he is moving in public because old girl got an engagement ring on That's and everything, saying. right? But, yo, man, what happened to the old school players back in the day, bro, when you just, look, you supported your woman. You might have had a side chick. You might even have had a side family. 
But they, she didn't find out about it till you was dead at the funeral. Ugh, that, you know what I'm saying? That, you know what I'm saying? Good old, good old double life. Good you know? old double life, man. That's out, how it's supposed to be, I'm bro. I'm going out for Spe- a pack of cigs and don't come back for three man, weeks. Man, look, especially... <laughs> <laughs> Especially if your woman is the breadwinner, man. She don't need them kind of problems, bro. You should be rubbing her motherfucking feet, doing what you want to do. And on the side, you can do whatever the fuck you want to. Look, I'm not a, I'm not an advocate for cheating, man. You know, I think cheating is whack. But at the same time, you got to do what you... If you feel like that's what you got to do to make yourself happy, then to each his own. But at the same time, man, when your female is the breadwinner, bro... Like take care of her, you know. So you 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 make it out of stress now. If she lose that motherfucking show and she lose the motherfucking endorsements. Then what that nigga gonna do? Cause he taking Wendy's money and supporting his other chick. So now all three of them gonna be ass out, living pretty, together in a one bedroom apartment in New York. I'm pretty sure he got a side fund yeah. stashed away. Yeah, you know, probably, yeah, he probably been, he probably, <laughs> he probably been smuggling thirty thousand yeah. a year. You know what I'm saying? So, but on the flip side, we see how opinionated Wendy is on TV. Right. We see how she act against everybody else on TV, showing the moral high ground. Right. Right. But right. then, you know, she go home and she acting that same way, talking to this nigga however he want. You know what I'm saying? That nigga ain't shit. This my money. So, so basically you saying he fed up. Yeah, you know oh, what I'm saying? Man. You seen that Bobby Brown documentary, how witty treat him. Every man can't be Bobby Brown as good as my guy. You hey, know what I'm saying? Man. Everybody can't take that shit. Nah, actually, that's, another, that's, that's for another day, man. You know I can talk about that Bobby Brown shit all day, man. <laughs> Y'all out here supporting Whitney, bro. Whitney man. the one that got hooked on the drugs, man. My, my nigga passed out and she went upstairs and left that thing on the floor. Hey, and smoked up. Smoked up. <laughs> All I'm saying is, bro, look, I respected the old school guys, man, who had that side family, bro. You know, took care of your responsibilities, but didn't put no stress on your wife at home. You know what I'm saying? And then when you die, you know, it is what it is, man. The little side, little side chick come to a funeral. Man, I can't. I, I just, I got to ride with Kevin because I don't know how Wendy's treating him at home. You know what I'm saying? Oh, man, he look. could be getting abused. You know what I'm saying? She, uh, could, be, he, she could be beating him. You know what I'm saying? Starving hey, him out like R. Kelly. Hey, I don't know how she treating him. The way Wendy talk, man, if she talk any, if she act any way she talk, she mad aggressive. You, you know, know what I'm saying? I can't, I, I might feel, I got to hear Kevin's side of the story. I can't just side with Wendy. You know what I'm saying? She going into rehab. You know, she unstable. I don't know how she act when she on that coke. You know what I'm saying? This might be his escape. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it, it could be his escape, bro. But, hey, man, you, one thing you don't do, you don't fall in love with the side chick, man. Everybody hey. know that, man. You can't be having babies with your side chick, bro. Bro, him and Wendy might not even be together. That might be just staying together for public appearances to help her. And so if they just stand together for public appearance to help her, and then she's still disrespecting him, like, all right, well, I'm going to be out with my Baby, then. Yeah, and Wendy, Wendy probably did it for love. You ain't, ain't, no, ain't no prenup or nothing. But hey, bro, look, I, I got a side with Wendy Williams, man. Look, I'm she the breadwinner. Nah. She taking care of everything. Kevin ain't got no motherfucking skills. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he, and the only thing he probably doing right is laying his dick down. Because, I mean, that's the only reason I can think that she ain't dropped his ass yet. Yeah, I ain't trying to disrespect women as a whole or not. But listen, if you as disrespectful as Wendy is on TV talking about everybody, I feel like I can say this. Nah. <laughs> I seen Wendy in a goddamn bathing suit. Man, you know what I mean? Man, you know what I mean? <laughs> so I can't fault this man because I say I know what I know how she act on TV. You right. can't tell me she act different. She's on the cocaine. You know what I'm saying? Man, we all know that that make people cocaine. mad, mad aggressive. Right? You know what I'm saying? So I don't know how she treating this nigga at home. You know what I'm oh, saying? Man, and I look. seen her in a bathing. You can't look like that in a bathing suit and then talk to me like that. Whoop, at the end of the day, you can't. You, hey, I don't care how much money you make. <laughs> <laughs> you can't just walk in and talk to me like that, looking like a chicken. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not going. I'm. I'm, I'm with Kevin. Oh, you know what hey, yo, speaking of people who ain't going, man, <laughs> ain't going away. Ain't going away, bro. Look, 
What's up with Jamal, man? Hey. Jamal from Empire. I refuse to call that nigga by his his real name, his government name. He is always gonna be Jamal. Yeah, man. But Donald Trump being petty, man, trying to get the FBI investigation going, man. What's up with that? Shit, uh, Jamal made a mistake. Like I don't think nothing's gonna come out of this investigation. But Jamal made the mistake of mentioning magma, magma, yeah. magma, whatever. Magma, yeah, yeah, magma. Once he so before you know Trump was under the microscope. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That he mo- trying to lay low. That, yeah, that Mueller report came out and it said no collusion. Trump is. All reins are off now. He gonna do whatever the hell he wanna do now. And Jamal was the first. He probably been sitting in his room wanting to say something about Jamal since the first time it happened. But they was like, ah, don't get involved. Don't, yeah. don't say nothing. Now that all that's off, oh, he on Jamal's head. Even if it's not, because one thing about Trump, people can say he's dumb. He don't know what he's doing. Trump is a reality TV host. Right, right. He runs his country like it's reality TV. Right, right. And, and I'm telling y'all, y'all think I'm crazy. But y'all are gonna be y'all gonna miss Trump when he leaves. Oh, well, look, because he's entertaining as fuck. And, well, and, and not just that, bro. He he's a, he's a true businessman. Did I vote for Trump? No, I did not. But he's a true businessman. And when you run in this, when you run in the United States, bro, you got to run it like a business. He knows how to run a business. You know what I'm saying? He is very successful in doing that. And the people I don't that, know about you know, that. Nah, we I mean, might disagree. Is, we might disagree on bro, that, bro. He look. Trump has lucrative he, businesses. He got big he, boy money. He's very good at. He's very good at the illusion that he's good at running business. You know what I mean? The illusion. illusion. And that's what I'm talking about. You become a billionaire by not knowing how to run business. He's not actually a billionaire. And a lot of that is handed down money. His daddy was a billionaire before he got the money. That's how he got on Forbes list because he lied to. Him. Like that's what I'm saying. That's that's why he's a he's an illusionist. Right, right. He knows how to take things and make them appear one way. It's kind of okay. like we talk about with Big Baller Brand, mm-hmm. where we say you can give the structure that Big Baller Brand is running, but mm-hmm. when you get to the details and the distribution and all that, you're gonna find holes. Right. Same way with Trump. You know, he got old money from his dad doing real estate. True. The way he got on Forbes magazine first time is he had like a million of in, um, entrusted money or whatever. Right, right. He took his dad's assets, said it was all his, and got on Forbes. That got him loans and business deals based off his dad's money that he didn't even have. Hey, but he's still rocking out here strong, though, you know man. Hey, hey, he, I, know, I know some niggas who don't want the lottery. 300 mil and broke today. Because they don't understand money. <laughs> he, he, at least he understands money. He understands so I money, get, I give him that. He understands how to give the illusion that he's running a good business because he knows people don't, like, because he doesn't look in the details. Right. So he knows people are not going to dig in and look into details. And then he knows if people do, he can disprove that or he can give doubt. All you need is doubt. Benefit of the doubt. True, true, if you can true. get benefit of the doubt with your core, that's all he does. He doesn't care. So this right here is just that. He needs a headline. Yeah, and But uh, dude, he does need a headline. And I'm saying that he's being petty because I mean, he's wasting you know, FBI resources to do something. I mean. It, it's never wasting if, if an election's coming up. And you're doing something that your base would love. Anytime you're doing something that your base would love, is never a waste of money. I mean, it's an I, investment. I've already came out and said that as much as people hate on Trump, he will be elected for another term. I've, I've said that since day one. Like people ain't gonna the same people that came out and voted and uh, didn't vote for Barack Obama are the same people that came out and voted for Trump. You know what I'm saying? But my my point is is that he's using these resources. Like why can't he use his resources for something good? There's a lot of violence going on in Chicago, bro. Nobody's nobody gives a fuck about Jamal. All right, he he he, he came up with this fake ass story. He got fired. You know what I'm saying? He lost 10k for uh to the courts. He already did his community service. It's like what in all the cases that I have read on in the inter, on the internet that people have done the same similar crimes to that uh Jamal has done. Nothing came out of. They only done community service and pro, and uh, uh probation and fines. Nobody did any jail time. So there's 
Like, if there was a possible jail time, I could see why you would do it. But if not, if jail time's not going to come out of it, then it's just being petty. Boy, you, 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 you're eating it. You're eating what he's serving. No, nah, you know man. Nah, bro. You know, you know, he's not, he ain't going to do no goddamn investigation. <laughs> All he did was say that he's going to have him look into it, have somebody send it out to the newspaper. He got his headline. He could care less they investigate the ball. He just needs a newspaper headline that says it. Now he's going to go to every one of his uh, pep rallies that he's still, how you the president and you still holding these pep rallies for four years? <laughs> you know, he, did, he did American spirit, hey, bro. Hey, niggas, that's what I'm saying. Hey, Trump ain't no dummy because he's just set up a system to have income for, like, years to come. Right. Because this is what people do. People, like, when you lead a presidency, presidency you get money mm-hmm. for giving speeches and things. True. Well, Trump does these rallies that sell out, like, stadiums. You know uh, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. so it doesn't matter if he gets elected or not. If he wasn't a billionaire before, he's going to be a billionaire. He don't have to have any businesses. He can just walk around doing these pep rallies. Talking shit about anybody that's a running or running the government, and they're gonna listen to him because now he's been president, so he knows. Right. He can you do a talk shit. show, he can do a tell uh, a reality show, whatever. Trump is gonna be the hottest shit in the streets for the next ten to twenty years. Hey man, you bro. know what I'm saying? All, all I'm saying is, bro, look, they, they need to take these resources. Uh, hey, Chicago Jamal, PD. Might, Jamal might get that uh, Martha Stewart one year in there for perjury. Hey, he, he, he might, man. I'm saying like Chicago PD talking about they spent 150 thousand on this. On this investigation, I have no idea no, why. No way. I don't know how. I don't know how or they're, why they would do that. They're saying overtime, so I guess but, you had the whole force working overtime. Man, on look, what you should have <laughs> did if the police chief was smart and said, "Fuck that, we're gonna take this overtime and invest investigate some of these murders." You know what I mean? That's what they should have put that shit to good use. But what they did was they're like, "Oh, he's a celebrity, so we're gonna make him a high priority," which is your fault because nobody told you to do that. And now that nothing came of it, now all of a sudden you want Jamal to pay you the money back because y'all dumbasses decided y'all want to use all this overtime for a victimless crime you know what i mean yeah they made themselves look stupid when they charged him with 16 felonies that's right. they overcharged them i mean once you charge him with 16 felonies that shows you that you're trying to get headlines exactly and then the, then the judges look at that and be like this shit is way out of control yeah. you know if you, if you would have did maybe five six counts i would understand that but when you hit them with the double digits the, the court is like you know what man you really don't even you, this evidence is thin as fuck anyway we're gonna go ahead and dismiss this shit yeah this shit ain't law and order the uh the police and the prosecution office don't work together nah, they, don't, yeah. they don't like each other because yeah. the police they go get people and they expect to be locked down locked up but then the prosecution office is going to look and see if they did everything the right way then they're going to scrutinize your arrest so there's not a great relationship so once that goes to the prosecutor's office and they see 16 damn felonies right and then on top of that jamal is rich he's been rich his family's right. rich so even before empire the dude had money and he's already done things for the community that's why they counted his community service because he's already done a ton in the community. So they're saying, we're not going to make him do more because he's already doing it on his free time. So we're going to just count that as a wash, as, as just like doing uh, time served. You know what I mean? He paid his little 10 grand. It's like, what else do you want, man? And if we're all being honest, the 10 stacks is probably covered the overtime. I mean, there's no way they did $150,000 in overtime. Yeah, I ain't got, I mean, from, from <laughs> as much shit that goes on in Chicago, I don't, I don't yeah. think y'all got motherfucking overtime. Now, I did watch The Wire. Okay. So what they could have did was use the Jamal case. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? To authorize overtime. To authorize to overtime. To do some other shit. But you know they didn't do that, though. You know what I'm saying? They just be, hey, they out here just wilding. You know what I'm saying? 150000 for a case that, I mean, if it was a hate crime, okay, most people die from hate crimes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Jamal had a scratch on his cheek, and that was it. 
Well, but back to Trump though. He gave Trump, and that's why I don't. That's why it's the stupidity in what he did because he just gave Trump fuel. And we've talked about before is one person can be used as an example. If, if no other community in black in the black community, because right. people tend to not like us anyway. Right. So if you give them any type of example to use, you have not heard the last of this. Right. I guarantee you, Fox News is going to start talking about this. Yeah. Whenever there's real hate crimes, whenever they blame stuff on Magma, you, MAGA, you're going to start hearing this a lot more because he gave them the fuel that they need. And that's why Trump needed to put this headline out. Right. Oh, we're going to the FBI because you're blaming my people for something right. that wasn't doing your line. Right. So it's going to go. This is going to be something that is used. You have not heard the last of this. I can guarantee to you that headline was just something for his rallies that he can say during the rallies but right. we all know the things that he used in his rallies those are just test points he's and the, and, the, and the crazy shit about trump is this is what i actually respect about trump because trump says that they trump thinks that we are all idiots okay and then he proves that we are all idiots because he'll tell you his strategy he'll tell you exactly what he's gonna do and then he'll do it and it works like, <laughs> like, y'all don't believe him though y'all yeah. don't believe it's gonna work though but what he said he said something he was telling the story about the uh it was either the locker up or the um the sewer thing drain the swamp mm -hmm. and he said that when his team first came and told him to say that shit at the rally he was like oh, i don't think that should have worked that right. shit's stupid but i'll try it anyway yeah. so he said he went to the rally and he said this shit he said everybody's gonna cheer for him he's like so <laughs> shit i said it again and he was like they cheered again so i use it every he told you this and he still does it Man. you know what i'm saying so this jamal shit he can tell you what he's gonna do y'all can say we may not believe it but his his people believe whatever he says true he's like true. a god to them yeah, no, no. So, yeah, I mean, hey, you know, Trump, uh, he's on a mission, man. Like I said, I, I'm not, I didn't vote for him, and I probably won't vote for him in the future. Uh, but he will be president for another four years. So. Uh, you know, I was thinking that though. This this be for the next podcast. We be closing up. You know, I was thinking that, but I think he got a couple of candidates that could. Uh, this we will get him in this more towards election. But yeah. I think there's a couple of Democratic candidates that can give him a run for his money, man. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't. I mean, there is there is one cat. I can't remember his name, but he's. He's similar to Barack, you know. It's the it's the cat from um uh South Bend, right? Yeah, yeah, South, South Bend, Bend yeah. the mayor. They call yeah. him the mayor. I can't pronounce his, yeah, name. I can't pronounce his name. That's either, the dude but, that I was thinking yeah, he, about. He he, he kind of got that heat behind him, like, yeah, like Barack it, did. And it's moving quick too. It is. It it's is. Quick. It is. But you know, we'll we'll see. Because I mean, if if, if they ain't if they ain't got something similar to Barack, they ain't gonna make. Yeah, it. But he this nigga. Yeah, y'all gotta look him up. I don't know. They call him uh, Mayor Pete. Yeah, That's Mayor his name. Pete. Yeah, mayor yeah, Pete. He's the mayor of uh. He's the mayor of South Bend, and he checks a lot of boxes that people like. Like he's the he's he's not married. He's openly gay. Okay, you know what I'm saying. He's young. Um, he's innovative. He turned like an old factory into like some type of technological center. Okay, and I mean like it's huge. He's doing he's doing he, big things. Yeah. Uh, the 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 city was voted like worst cities or something. He didn't turn the economy around. All right, and that's all the things you need to do, man. Now, now to go along with that, I put that nigga on Antichrist watch. You know what I'm saying? That nigga <laughs> yeah. got too many things. He got too many things. They said they tried to look that nigga up. He had no dirt. I don't trust a nigga that ain't got no dirt. Man, you know what I'm saying? Hey, bro. Everybody got a little something. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? With that nigga on Antichrist watch. I gotta watch how <laughs> he moving, you know, these streets. Yo, speaking of popping, man, you get a chance to watch that Us, bro? Yeah, man. I liked it, man. What you think of it? Hey, I, man, I like Jordan Peele, I, I enjoy what he's doing. He's uh, he's making great, he's making great films, but he's giving you something to talk about, giving you something to think about. You know, what I, mean? I mean, don't get me wrong, I enjoy 
you know, the thoughtless show just like everybody else. But at the same time, I like to watch something that's going to challenge me and make me think and make me really pay attention. You know what I'm saying? Because some, some shows, like, I'll be watching it and I get the gist of it. So I'll be on my phone texting and shit like that. And I get, I understand what's, what was going on. Like, I didn't miss anything. Yeah. If you, if you, watch, if you didn't watch Get Out, watch it. But you got to pay attention because there's little tidbit things that if you miss, you, you're going to miss the whole un, you know, meaning and understanding of the movie. Same thing with us. Yeah, us is big on that. Like, Get Out, you can just look at that and you can miss some stuff and you'll be cool. But Get Out is way more abstract. Nah, it, I mean, it, it I mean us, us yeah. is way more abstract. I'm not going to give you any spoilers, but us is way more abstract than Get Out. Like, Get Out had a general point that you can get to. You can understand it. It was real basic. Um, it was a good movie. Right. I like us, but us is going to have a lot of people coming out like what the fuck yeah, you know yeah. I mean? yeah because like you gotta hope you really do gotta open up your mind man and because like when i first watched it like there's a few things that i missed because you know he did a couple of youtube videos just kind of explaining a couple of meanings but the one thing that i did get was when they was in the car hey don't, no, no it, it, it was in the preview, it was oh, okay, in the preview. Okay. when they're in the car and she she's uh talking about get on beat she oh, was on beat as fuck yeah. you know what i mean so that gets you thinking like damn like because i was in the movie theater like Bitch yeah. got on beat. You talking about get on beat? You yes. know what I mean. But what and you think about what you think about you know the questions about you know Jordan Peele putting you know white leads in his movies? Man, I, I mean I, I like I like what he said because I mean white leads. That's well, not what, what did he say? Because he basically said that um, white leads may be in a lot of movies, but they'll he could never envision them being a being there being a white lead in his in his movies. Okay. So basically, he would never use a white lead in his movie. Okay. And you know some people. You know, do reverse racism. They get mad because mm. he says that. But I mean, there's been tons of white leads. Black people have trouble getting leads. So when you get a black man that is writing his own thing that has the power, I respect yeah. the fact that he doesn't say, "Okay, well, I can go get a Matthew McConaughey or a Brad Pitt, mm. and I can really make my movie pop." Right. But instead of doing that, he's just doing it off his own talent. He's giving black people a platform. Right, now, right. Winston Duke and um, Lapita, mm -hmm. um, they both were in Black Panther. Black Panther so right. they, so we knew them. So it's not like he's using people that are both just unknown. Right. The guy from uh, Get Out, he was virtually unknown. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. He was a lower level actor. I mean, he was in he was in Black Panther too, but yeah, but I think that was after though, because Get yeah, Out came was. out before, right. so he got right. in Black. So Get Out would have gave him a a platform to get, get into, into Black, Black Panther. Panther, right? Right. But he used people from Black Panther, so I can respect that because there's not a lot of actors that get that outside of Denzel and right. Angela Bassett. You know yeah. the same names that we always hear. Yeah, if you ain't, if you ain't Will Smith, Samuel Jackson, or Denzel Washington, <laughs> yeah, people don't even know. Like if you're a Holly black Mary, lead, yeah, you know? if you ain't a black lead, then they don't know. But I like I like what he said too because I want y'all to keep that same energy and ask. I mean, there's a ton of white directors who has never had a black lead. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not saying that they, they don't want a black lead, but ask them that same question. Like, why don't you have more black leads in your movies? You know what I'm saying? So it goes, it goes both ways. You can't pick and choose and say, Oh, well you need to put white leads in yours, but then have the white directors over here and, and not put black leads in theirs. But you know, I like his, I like his approach. He's doing things his way. It kind of, kind of reminds me of like Spike Lee and, and John Singleton when they first came out with their things. You know, they used a lot of unknown actors. Some some of them were rappers, some of them were models. They were unknown, but they had talent, and they flourished in the movies. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I was watching... I actually was watching Hollywood Shuffle, um, a movie by Robert Townsend mm -hmm. um, that came out in, what, 1987? It was a movie by Robert Townsend and uh, Keenan Ivory Wayne. You see, ever seen yeah, that? Yeah, i seen that, yeah. All right. If you go back and look at that now, it's still relevant today because... 
what that movie is talking about is you have Robert Townsend who's trying to be an actor. He's an up-and-coming actor. Mm-hmm. He's going to these roles for black people, but all these roles, they want you to play a gangster. gangster. They want you to play a pimp. They, drug you have dealer. Drug dealer. They have these white men that's never been in the street telling mm-hmm. you how to act more black, right, you know, right. talk more job. I want you to say it like this. The stereotypical yeah, black. Yeah, stereotypical black man. And he come, he, at the end, he ends up getting the role, but then it's not even a role. The role that he worked hard for, and he worked all these weeks, in the whole movie he gets that role and then his family is disappointed at how he has to act in that movie to have that role and then the more important point about that is when he turns the role down all the black actors around him say oh you messing it up for all of us so that's that's what they're still fighting in Hollywood for so it's respectful for Jordan Peele to even have the power to come in there and do that because there's not a there's still not a lot of avenues for black people to get roles outside of the stereotypical black person and the reason why he can do that is because he's financing his own movies he's putting up his own money and that's what that's what I want to explain to people that are trying to be entrepreneurs or are trying to start your own thing. When you it might be a struggle at first, but keep with it because once you get to that level, then you make the decisions, and then the people work for you and not vice versa. You know what I mean? Because Jordan Peele, when he did Get Out, he put up his own money. You know what I mean? And and I don't know if he has a production. Yeah, he does that Monkey Paul. Monkey Paul is a production yeah. company. He did all that shit himself. And what he did was he took that Comedy Central money. And said, I'm going to get into movies. And he didn't need to borrow no money from nobody. He didn't have to borrow no money from no studio. And did the shit on his own. And now Get Out has financed us. And us is going to finance the next one. And he just has all this money coming in. So now he doesn't need anyone but itself, you know what I mean? And, and don't get it, don't get, don't get it twisted. Like he's super hot in the street because everything about a movie is how much is vested in and put into the movie, right? Based on return. And even if this Us movie doesn't do anything else in the theater, mm-hmm. it's already blown out the amount of money they put into it. You would be surprised the amount of money that was put into Us right. compared to the amount of money that it received. Right. So exactly. he's a he's a super hit, and he said he has, and the the lead came from he has a series of like six to seven movies mm-hmm. coming out based on the same themes and he's they were asking him if there will ever be a white lead now with going with that when people say something it's not like he's not putting white people in his movies oh no, no. get out had a ton I mean, of white yeah, people elizabeth moss is yeah. a well-known actress you know what i mean and uh, then um in 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 us it had less but it still had a yeah. but it's not like nah, he's it's, not it's using just, them. it had lucrative actors that you have yeah. seen in a ton of movies you know what i mean now the other thing that i like about um jordan peele is because you have the argument of black versus white right but inside the black community, you also have the argument versus light skin and dark skin. Yep. And for years, it's always been this sign of beauty where you can be in movies, but the definition of beauty is usually light skin characters. True, so true, that's true. why lighter skin characters and, you know, darker skin men like Denzel, you yeah. know, but they're still color barriers and they're still kind of, I don't know what it means, but they're kind of put into these characters to play certain roles based on the tone of your skin. Right. You know, you got the light skin playing the pretty boy. You got the right. dark skin playing the gangsters. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? These Wait, type and, of roles. And I think back in the day, that was more geared towards the women because, you know, there were more and more dark skin actors. You know, you got the Wesley Snipes is the... The Samuel Jacksons, you know Denzel. I mean, he's not really dark, but he's not light, so he's kind of like in the middle. But most of the most of all the women back in the day were extremely light skinned You know, Tisha Campbell's yeah. and and all that. So it would, you know, we gotta have this argument about '90s TV shows too, because oh yeah, for sure, for sure. About, about this dark skin and light skin yeah, in these yeah, shows, that, but that was definitely in the, in the TV show. <laughs> but I just I just respected him, you know. I respect him because just like Spike Lee and John Singleton, they still worked with popular white actors. You look at John Singleton's movie, 
uh, four brothers. You have Mark Wahlberg in yeah. there. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's still, you know, just because you have a majority black cast doesn't mean you can't get quality white actors. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I, I just like the way that Jordan Peele seems like he's making it a point now that he has his platform mm-hmm. to change what we view as beauty among black people. Oh, like, yeah, for sure. He's, he's forcing you to look at characters that you may not. And what I'm saying is, like, if you look at the cast of Us, mm-hmm. I would say that they're all dark. And you yep, don't see yep. that. You don't see like the dark family being a lead. Nah. Dark family, black wife, black man, extremely dark children. Right. Like you don't see that. And your images and his images within dark skin isn't the traditional dark skin woman or mm-hmm. man that we consider beautiful either. Right. You know what I'm saying? He's picking women with different features that may not have been picked. And I kind of noticed that because he also executive produces Boomerang. Oh, okay. On on BET, uh, which okay. is a good show. It's kind of a play off the movie with Eddie Murphy and Holly Berry Boomerang, oh, okay. but it's not exactly the same. But I look at the characters. It it, it feels to me like he's very careful. Of the images that he's putting on TV. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And although, you know, Lupita is fine for, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. She's she, she fine all together, yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, she is. But, yeah, no, I, I get what you're saying, though. I just, I really enjoy this dude. I, I mean, he's got big things popping. And, uh, man, I just think, you know, up and coming, you know, act, uh, actors and directors, if this is what you want to do, you should definitely watch this man's stuff. Follow his lead, you know what I'm saying? Be creative. I'm not saying copy what he's doing, but, you know, just, just, Create your own norm. Don't just go by what you used to see in movies back in the day. You know, just create whatever you want. You know, be a true artist. That's what acting is all about. Man, and Lupita and Winston Duke, them yeah. niggas alone. They, hey, you know what I'm saying? You done got in with you done got in with Jordan Peele, Jordan Peele. and you're in Marvel. Man, you know what I'm saying? So you got you got us coming out. Then you got uh, Endgame coming out in April. Look, Lupita killing the you, game. Look, hey, look, <laughs> the, 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 the key to success. <laughs> And and Hollywood right now is befriend Michael B. Jordan because yep, Michael B. Yep. Jordan and everything. Michael B. So if, if you if you homies with Michael B. You about to come up yeah, he, and I, work with Jordan Peele because if you and his stuff you about to come up. Oh oh, Michael B. Coming back. He don't come back from the dead in, in Black Panther. Oh, oh no, no, yeah, for sure. He for coming sure. back from the dead. I wouldn't be surprised if, if he in this new Avengers movie that come out. You know what I'm saying? Hey, you they, can't just kill Killmonger yeah, like that, man. Nah, nah they about the they about the reverse time and everybody that died coming back. Yeah, man. And hey, look, and I, I remember Michael B. from the, from the Wire when he was Wallace, bro. Like, I knew he was going to be a star then because he just, he just, you know, some people are just naturally good actors. And even though he said he went through class and stuff like that, you can just tell, like, his heart was in it. You know what I mean? And, oh, yeah, he, he's definitely the one. He's up. He's up next. I mean, yeah, that's got... it. If I, if, I had to, if I had to self-proclaim a new Denzel, that's Michael B. I can't argue with you. You know what I'm mean? saying? Because <laughs> like, Denzel, even, even though he's 60, bro, he, he's still doing the thing. But, you know, just like Sidney Poitier, man, everybody get old. Hey, hey, his son trying to come for the crown, though. No, hey, yo, <laughs> hey, hey, and that Denzel brother, son yeah, come. if you don't know, uh, what's his name? I don't know his name. I ain't yeah, going to lie to you. Uh, I know John. He, was in, he was in Ball. Well, if it's John, then it'd be John Washington. Yeah, but but he he, he has two first names. Oh, yeah. So it's, but his name is John Washington, but he is in Ballers. He was in Black Klansman. And he is, and I respect this brother too because, you know, with his father being Denzel, you would think that he would, that that Denzel had any part in his acting, but he doesn't. John Washington came out on his own and, you know, wouldn't even tell people that he was related to Denzel Washington until he got on his own and he, he, he uh, got his first role. You know what I mean? So I respect that because when your dad is Denzel Washington, it's like, did I really get this role, or did y'all just give it to me because who my pops is? So I respect that man for doing everything on his own merit. Yeah. Well, shit, that's all I got, man. That's all the smoke I got today. You yeah, got anything yeah, else you want to address? Nah, man, we good, bro. Where can they find you at? Nah, they can find me at, you can, I'll be on the Smart Network on Instagram. You can also find me at Read Me 16 
on Instagram. What about you? I uh, mean, you can find me on, on uh, He's Got the Glow on Instagram. And then also follow the page When the Smoke Clears. It's when underscore the underscore smoke underscore clears with a Z. All right, man. Black people always got to be different. Hey, man. You know what I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to be, I'm, you know, I'm trying to be known, man. You know, I don't want nobody to mistake my page with somebody else's. All right, peace. Later.